This week on Three Sides of the Coin, you got all of us again, even though Tommy's not here right now. He had to drop out a little early. Uh, the crew talks about their experience in Vegas at Eddie Trunk's 40th anniversary celebration. And we just kind of reminisce about 2020. This is Three Sides of the Coin, talking all things KISS. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Visit threesidesofthecoin.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Everybody, welcome back to another episode. Our last episode of 2023. Three yes. sides of the coin. You're starting with Mike, Tommy, Mark. Lisa is definitely joining us. She's just running a little late. Um, I believe it's Lily's 16th birthday today yeah. as we're recording. So that obviously has got some importance to, to Lisa. Yeah. Um, but we're going to get started. Lisa will just join us when she gets here. And that's always means it could be interesting the way she comes in. We don't know what she's going to be prepared for, or how she's going to look. So could be some surprise oh speak of the devil here she is let's see let's see drum roll please here comes lisa hi lisa we're recording hi sorry it's crazy Um, you want to you want you want to change your backdrop so you don't there you go (laughs) it is a crazy day we literally just started crazy day it's a crazy, crazy night and day. You always have to say crazy twice on this show. That's right. Yep. It's, a, it's been a crazy, crazy day. How about that? Yep. Yep. You've got a, you've got a, a, a 16-year-old now in the house, huh? Can you believe it? Driving by on her own? Not yet. No, she has her permit. Um, she didn't, not ready for license yet. So we're going you on. Brian, you were Brian doing, the, because in our house, dad was the one they drove with. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening now, too. Because, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. But I did get a new car, so we're sharing the car. Ooh. Yeah, it's nothing fancy. Wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me Jean's check to you came through finally? Finally. Because we, the three of us, haven't gotten our new cars yet. Well, I know. You're not as special as I am. That's no, true. I guess not. True. Was it was 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 that was that your residuals from being on the pay per view? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want paid. Damn it! She's immortal. Uh, you're gonna you get syndication payments off of that every time it's aired now. <laughs> every time Gene messes up the lyrics to Deuce, mail <laughs> Lisa's got mailbox money coming in for Deuce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, I just started the introduction. So Lisa's here, everybody. Um, final show of 2023 for us. Um, Tommy, I don't, you don't need to read comments unless you want to, but tons of great comments, uh, following them all from last week's show and, and this new two weeks ago and last week's show, because as you're watching this, well, the 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 Avatar show was last week. All kidding aside, um, I just haven't had a chance to read them. I've been so sick that I'm up and at work today for the first time. So I, my apologies. I haven't even had a chance to read them yet. But thank you to everyone that has chimed in. Maybe what we'll do is um, 
you know, we'll do like a comment show again where we'll just read comments and talk about them. We could, we could. It's just, I just wanted to say thank you so much. Um, our, our recap of the final show and our thoughts on the avatar. So well received. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, the vast majority of comments are, are not necessarily positive about kiss or even positive about what we say, but they're well respectful comments. And I'm fine with that. You could tell us we are wrong. Just be respectful and say why. I mean, there was one guy. The first day that everyone, like everyone comes down on Michael and says he's a dick because he bans people. Michael does not ban you unless you're completely out of line. You can disagree. We want you to just like he was saying, be respectful. Yeah. You know, you use, use your words. We, you've all got words. I, I, I kind of pushed somebody yesterday on the Avatar episode. They're like, oh, this was just lazy. I'm like, wow, you really thought that comment out. You didn't listen to the show, did you? Because we asked you to explain. Um, yeah, you can say they're lazy, but then tell us what was lazy. Tell us. That's all we want to know. You don't have to agree with us. God knows, uh, you know, I think these last two episodes before we hit the record button, I was telling these guys, we weren't exactly kind to kiss. We were very honest about what we felt, but it wasn't, you know, what we get accused of. We were not apologizing for anything and we were not gushing over it. I mean, honestly, if you listen to these last two episodes, I think you could get the feel that all four of us have been pretty disappointed about the final show and how the avatars were presented and rolled out wasn't good not me not me i love the last show i was happy as hell i don't yeah i think that was yeah i think i think michael misspoke i I think all of us loved the last show um the avatar thing and how it was handled that's probably the uh the biggest issue i think i think the three of us excluding Tommy had a little bit of disappointment in the last show of where was the emotion of it being your final show? Where was yeah, now? And Tommy, fair. you made you, you made a great point about maybe why that existed. And, you know, we'll never know until Gene and Paul do an interview if they talk about that. But yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the fans were the same way. They were just like, it was a great show. It just felt a little bit of a, an emotional where there was no emotion to it being the last show. Have you have you four seen or excuse me, have you three seen the uh Adrian's um comment um from England? Because I thought he he kind of captured what I was trying to say because he said what basically echoed everything that I said, and I just thought it was odd that he went to a different bar. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was leaving. Like he went North. I went South and we both went to separate bars, but the conversation was all the exact same. And I just thought that was telling, you know, it is as my observation um, went, I thought it, it, it made me feel validated. Not that I need to, but he had the same experience I did. And, um, you know, just to recap, you know, afterwards, we weren't getting high fives and everyone going, wow, that avatar thing was great. It was the complete 100 percent 
opposite, you know. So, and, and again, it's telling that he went to a different pub afterward with a group of KISS fans and the group of KISS fans around him. And his, and we didn't sit near one another. As a matter of fact, Adrian's along, you know, with Alex and a few other folks who I didn't get a chance to see. I really was looking forward to. And I know Tommy and Lisa know that too. We had, all of us had friends there that we were hoping to run into. But there was so many people and it was so chaotic over those couple of days. We didn't get a chance to see everybody face to face. So that yeah, just I was hoping is. to see Alex too. I was bummed. Um, so we do have a topic we're go we're gonna discuss today. It's sort of a topic for these other three because they went to um Eddie Trunk's 40th anniversary in Vegas uh, about a week ago. But I'm wondering, guys, I know, Tommy, you and I talked about this in the episode that we canned and didn't post. And then we all talked about it um, when we were discussing the final show. Do we want to riff a little bit about the KISS fans who were just buying up everything, reselling it at super high prices, you know, just, just taking everything? And... I, I I hate that. I've you know I think we've all seen that, but I remember. I don't. Tommy did was it when you and I were recorded that episode? I remember back in the no, I think it was last week because Mark, you were here. Yeah, even on the, even even on the that was even before. on the yeah even on the farewell tour. You know they were just in the Psycho Circus tour when I was working with them. There were some fans that were just out there getting everything they could and then turning around and trying to resell it. I used the example of somebody who was like taking all of the 3d glasses at one of the entrances at Madison square garden. So any fans coming in didn't get the glasses so they couldn't experience that. Not that you really missed anything, but turned around and started selling these glasses at kiss expos and on eBay and everything else and that shit just pisses me off. And I feel like it really peaked at these last two shows. Everybody was grabbing everything they could. Oh, not 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 everybody. There were there were I should yes, not everybody. I, a a I, select I number of fans I, were. I said, and it's funny, I still happen because I haven't put it away yet. I was one of the first hundred people in. About one. Yeah. And same thing with here. And it's funny. Now, these the scarves, which I absolutely love, are available, uh, you know, through Kiss Online. These, I don't think they are, at least as of time. I of, haven't seen them. And if they, were, if they were on Kiss Online, I'd get that pennant because that's really and again, cool. Oh, it's sweet. It really is. It's great. Um, matches my Canadian 77 one in my, in my office. So, um, but yeah, I mean, those, I, again, that's what broke my heart. Those were $15. I think they were $15, a little penance. I mean, my point is it was an affordable thing. And, you know, I just bought one of everything, you know, and well, put it this way, one of everything that I wanted. I didn't buy one of everything, everything. I'll give you a great example of those, those. And I thought they did a nice job with them. The little fun co-pop things or whatever they had that in the in, in the kiss store but i will tell you years ago back 
I mean, just the figurines and all, I just stopped buying it. It just doesn't do anything for me. I like things that are connected to the music. Like, this is a great example, though. Like, this is connected to the last show. You know what I mean? Which you were at. Yeah. So that's what I mean. It was uh, it was more sentimental that way. But yeah, I, I you know, I literally when I went in there, I mean, look, I'm Captain Capitalist. I'm a business guy. I love, you know, I love all that. But I just thought it was, I don't know. And and, and here's the, the weird part for me, because I got to tread easily here just because I have friends that did that. People I like, people I like a lot. And look, you know, everybody's different. And and, and to be fair to the, the guys who did, you know, they did travel to New York. They do have to haul this stuff back. I mean, if you, they spent 50 bucks on a poster, by the time it gets in your hands, it probably had another $75 into it. By the time they, you know, lugged it around. And I, I get that to a, to a degree. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, so much so, and, and we're retreading a little bit, but, you know, the second show, they were telling people, you only get two, you know, which I thought they should have done, you know, the, the first night on, on the posters. But, um, you know, is what it is. I got a funny story on, on this, um, my Metro card. Um, one of the vendors had it on his dog or on it, on his thing that worked at the, at Madison square garden. And I said to him, I I'm like, Hey, did he goes, Oh, you know, I just bought one and whatever. He told me what it costs. And uh, you know, I think it was like 10 bucks or something. And I'm like, he goes, yeah, he goes, I'm going to probably sell him. Would you? I said, I haven't gotten one yet. He, he goes, name your price. He said, the name of price. I said, well, if you paid 10, I'll give you 20. So, you know, Hey, I got it. It's happy. And, and he wasn't a fan per se. He was just somebody that worked at, um, at Madison square garden. So I just thought well, that was kind of, kind of cool. A, there's a contingency of people that make their living off of reselling kiss stuff, which is fine. I mean, you know, that's capitalism at its, at its finest, but a lot of these people literally gave up all their time in New York. And all they did was go from place to place to place be it pop-up stores or whatever to get this merchandise with the intent for no other reason than to resell it, which fine. I don't have a problem with that, but you as a buyer, it's the, you know, buyer beware. If you're going to purchase a $200 jacket for $1,200 on eBay, I'm sorry, you're an asshole. We know kiss. They haven't even had a chance to put all their stuff up yet and offer it to you. They can just keep making more, guys. And I'm sorry to sound so harsh, but it's just like everybody just gets so worked up. I mean, there are people who are paying $200 for a pizza box. That I'm sorry. That just I don't understand that. That doesn't make sense to me because it's not, you know, like Mark, when we were at the at the um, Kiss Museum, he was pointing out to me things that really interested him because they were different. They were a promotional piece that wasn't available to everybody, things like that. But it's just like, you just kind of step back and let the market flood because it always does. And then the prices come down. But if you were so intent on, on having that item and you paid $1,200 for it, you can't complain now that Kiss is putting it up for sale for $200. 
I'm not saying it's wrong to collect. You spend your money however you want. But it just seems like the intensity or whatever is at a fever pitch. And that's a lot of money to spend. Hopefully, you know, if you got stuck in that position, I'm sorry, but you learned a lesson. Yeah, I mean, it it was it was it's kind of foolish. And this isn't just related to Kiss to think any band on tour isn't going to put their tour merchandise up in their own online store at some point. Everyone does. And to your point, Tommy, they are going to print. First of all, they're probably selling off what stock was produced and didn't sell. And then they're going to look at demand and they're going to. Nothing's nothing. Not kiss. No band is a limited edition. Never to be produced again. That stuff is going to be produced all the time if there's a market for it. And. You know, I as as I was watching all this fever exploding about the people selling it on eBay and the fans buying it up at high prices, I'm like, it's going to be within a week. This stuff is, the vast majority of this stuff is going to be there. Now, pizza boxes, Metro cards, the New York Post covers, no, because KISS doesn't control the production yeah. of those. They don't yeah. own that inventory. So... Yeah, I mean, if if you wanted a pizza box and the only way you could get it is two hundred bucks, that's the only way you're getting it because Kiss yeah. is not putting those up in their store. But that's anything that was that. in the pop up store, anything that was at the venue, the vast majority of that stuff is going to show up in the store. I mean, Mark, your your big banner, you can buy that in the store now. You know, and there were people who were like, oh, my God, it's a very rare, limited, only a few quantities are even in the pop-up store. I'm like, just wait, just wait. Yep. I mean, and, and I and I know this because I worked for the merch company when Kiss was on tour. I was part of it like, okay, can we get this stuff in the store ASAP? Because the fans are going to buy it. They're going to want this stuff. So, you know, maybe not all of the items are going to be there. There might have been some of these items, like the pennant. Mike, Who knows? Mike, I got a great, great example because I purchased it today. Um, I love when they were doing the album releases, the the rock and roll over one in particular. By the time I went to go buy the lithograph, it was sold out. In that new brochure they have now, it's for sale again. Yeah. Now that that had been sold out for a year. You couldn't get one. Yep. Yep. And guess what? Boo 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 boo. It's 35 bucks. I mean, so so if you wanted to get one earlier, people were asking a lot of money if you could even find one. They were at, you know, 200 because they were sold out. Here it is. KISS must somehow know. I mean, that it. that's the thing with, with KISS and all these bands. You gotta sort of just periodically, once a month, keep going back to the stores to see what inventory shows up especially tour merchandise when tours end all that merchandise gets shipped back to a warehouse it's counted in it's inventoried and then they were going to sit here and go okay now let's move this to the fulfillment house for the online store it won't happen the next day but a week two weeks a month later tour merchandise starts showing up i know there's people who are like that 50 the 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 tour book from the last shows I'm buying that on eBay. Uh, you know, my gut is going to tell me that tour book 
that's going to eventually make its way back into the Kiss Online store, and everybody's going to be able to buy it for its regular face value. It is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not trying to shame you for collecting. I'm just saying, please think about this a little harder, guys. Save your money. Make your money go further. Buy, you know, three or four things for the same cost of buying one. Just be patient. Just be patient. And also, too, once the dust settles by mid next year, you'll have a pretty good feel for the stuff that isn't going to be put back out again or they're not going to add to so that gives you a little bit more you know understanding of where the value is so to mark to mike's point you know with the pizza box great example because there isn't going to be any more of those so if you can get one that's not been folded up and is still flat because i know people were buying the boxes and didn't want the pizza you know they just wanted the box so don't get any like you know uh, don't get any any um, grease or anything on it. I just want the box. So just be patient. And then there's also some people who have these items that just haven't had a chance to put stuff up yet. We want to protect you. We want you to get the best deals you can on this stuff. And patience is so important. And- yeah. I mean, if, if, if you're buying this stuff on eBay within a week of the event, that's when it's going to be the absolute most expensive. If you can wait a few months, six months, a year, that stuff is still going to be there. But I can almost guarantee you it's going to be a lot less because these people are like, all right, I don't want a bunch of pizza boxes sitting in my closet. I got to get rid of these. Right. I've seen it with so many different things. And there's nothing wrong for the people because trust me, I know some of the people that sell this, resell this stuff. And they worked hard to get these things. I mean, they literally would hire a cabbie for the whole day to do nothing but drive them around to all these places. So they have money invested also in doing this, you know. But when it's something like one of the posts, you know, Mark is missing or he was missing one last week. He'll yeah, get it. still missing the first one. Yeah, he'll get it. It's just patience yeah. is a virtue. Patience, it's the, it's the hunt. And, and, and I would also say you got to pay attention to what, is being said by KISS and by bands. Can, can, can we purpose- kind of stop right there, though, Mike? Because I had somebody, and I forget the gentleman's name we were talking earlier today. See that poster over there, the Gene Simmons one? I'm pointing at it right now. Yeah. That's a Rice poster. That was the last one that I needed to have all the Japanese Rice posters. I got it this year. Um. It was quite expensive, but it was the last. I, I swear to God, I finally came to grips to my, with myself. That's a poster I've wanted for 30 years since I found out about it. Could never get it. And, and God bless the gentleman who, who sold it to me. He's a great guy. I've, I've been fortunate to meet him in person. I, and again, guys, I meet so many fans. I can't remember everybody's name, but you know who you are. Um. It was on one of the poster sites, and I, I kind of just lamented, oh, my God, I can't believe that you know, it's the one I've wanted for the longest out of all the Japanese series posters. And he's like, you know what, what are you going to offer me? And I, you know, I gave him a pretty good offer, and he took it. And what Tommy just said, that's exactly true. That took me you know, decades to get but I was tenacious and I paid attention and 
now it's sitting on my wall. And I and felt, I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, and that's, that's to me, like I, I've said so many times, none of this stuff has a monetary value per se. I just wanted it. You know what I mean? And, and it makes me happy. And when I come down here, I can look at, and, and Tommy's been here before, thousands of items. And All the I stories. Bet, yes. Yes. Well, I'm, yeah. I mean, I could feel the euphoria that Mark felt um, when we went into, I, I talked him into going to this record store in Florida. You know, and sure shit, he found that dynasty tour book he's been looking for it forever and it was just so cool to see it actually come to to light and to be and i just i love collecting i think it's great i i have nothing but respect for you people that that hunt stuff down but i just i feel bad when i see people just kind of just losing their shit over something they get that, caught they get caught up in the fever and uh, then they stop thinking about money and they're just like i'll spend whatever i have to take and when when you get to that point you're gonna get taken advantage of i will tell you and i can say this with hand to heart i have zero regret regret buys zero out of thousands and thousands of items uh, you know it, that's a great feeling because if you ever buy something off ebay or and i don't even have to be kissed but if you buy something because you're manic about it and it's not because you generally have your heart in the right place and you know what I'm talking about. Everybody does. You bought it because you had to be the guy that had it and then you regret it. It's it's like gambling, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it the guy who gambles his last fucking dollar away? You know, for as crazy as it is. And, and obviously, you know, I'm you know, I've been married for almost 35 years and, you know, look. Everything in here, all this stuff, was bought after my kids' tuition was paid, after the house was paid, after the car was Priorities. paid. Priorities. After, after groceries were paid. My wife never once had to go, you bought that and we can't pay insurance this month. We can't, we, or we can't go on vacation because you bought a poster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and guys, and I, I mean that serious, especially to you younger fans. You know, this should be way down the list and and if you do it right you'll have a big smile on your face all the time i've never ever had to sell something because i needed money um you know it's a good feeling and that's one of the reasons i'm you know not motivated per se to sell any of this stuff because it means so much to me and when i come down here and i work very hard when i come down here it's like <sighs> breathe out you know, and like I said, right now, this table that I'm I'm sitting at, you know, I still got again, I've showed this stuff already, but I got you should eat yes. the cookies, Mark. I did eat the cookies. Out. I haven't put my puck away. It's been sitting there since I got go play a game there. of hockey with the puck. <laughs> so but but that's that's <laughs> Tommy, you're point. muted. But that's I, my whole point. There, I'm taking a bite out of one. Yes, that's even too when when you know. I got my books from Alan that I haven't put away yet. You know, everything's everything's just sitting on this table waiting to be put away. And, and you know what? I had this time and I'm, uh, you know, after Friday, 
and taking 10 days off of work, you know, closing the shop down for a week and a half. And I'm going to come down here and start putting stuff away and start looking through stuff. And Mark's going to be in his blue speedo oh my, hanging I'm out with his man. kiss collectibles. I'm telling you, I put my, <laughs> I put my stereo on, I throw some vinyl on and I do my bang as they say. And, and <laughs> I can't wait, man. I cannot wait. I look forward to that. And it's you and lay it's you lay a bunch different. of kiss posters out on the floor. <laughs> you call Liz down, and you guys <laughs> pretend it's like a bed covered in money, but it's covered you, in kiss you posters. And he no puts idea. plastic over the top of it too, because he doesn't want the oil to like wreck any of the posters uh, or pictures. Well, yeah. you know it's fun. I got my buddy coming over um, tomorrow because oh, join I, you, I, Liz. I bought him a bunch of stuff, and you know while I was in New York, but he's just paying me back what I paid for. You know, so I did buy extra T-shirts and extra posters and stuff, but those were at face value for a friend, you know, and there's there's a difference, you know, and uh, that doesn't make me good or bad or indifferent. It just but but, you know, I, I respected it that much. I wanted to make sure that everybody, you know, got what they wanted because. Every, you know, especially the European guys, you know, these guys, a lot of these guys came a long way to come here for this, you know, event. And, and it was such a, a pilgrimage, too, because, you know, all these people, you know, like Nico and Alex and all these guys, these are people I met when they come over for, you know, at Richie Rano's old expos, you know, these are people, these are friendships forged. And let's face it, that's how I met. You knuckleheads too, each and every one of you. Lisa, Tommy, and Mike, we met because we went to fucking kiss conventions. And look at how it's enriched our lives. And you know, and I'm hoping those things um, you know, continue. And I'm pretty sure, you know, uh, I'm from what I'm hearing, those they are gonna return. And um, you know, that's pretty much all I can say about that right now. But you know, kiss expos, I'm hoping, you know, because then get the tribes back together. Well, and and not to take a left turn on you, but I wanted to mention this before I forgot. So uh, uh, a listener of ours, um, who you know well, wants to know uh, who would win a rock knowledge competition between the two of you, you and Mr. Singer, who would win? Boy, that's that one's tough. No, so this is what I propose in the coming months of the new year. We have a competition. And get Eric, get Eric on here, get a bunch of rock <laughs> trivia questions. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's look, we're 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 different. Look, he's incredible, but you know who's even more incredible? It's Paul Stanley. Yeah, but that's that's all fine and well, but we're not talking about Paul right now. We're talking about you. <laughs> the gauntlet was thrown down with you. Who where all right, all right, I'll I'll ask off 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 camera who, who brought that up. But um well, he did. Per, what's that? He asked me that question last night. We were chatting. Oh, okay. What, and and he's like ask 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 Chikini who would win. And I think that that that, that to me sounds like a throwdown. I, look overall well see again it all depends because he knows he it's knows, a simple answer yes no, or no, no it's not a simple answer he probably has more knowledge overall 
but I know his because that age difference, especially the the Mark's covering the, his see, my wheelhouse. Here. My wheelhouse is more in that heavy metal hard rock. It all it all depends. No, uh, but Tom, like, look, Tommy, make it happen. Just make it happen. Turn around that answer. This now, is something now, that now, I, now, I now when you make what, when, what, when you what, make what, it when you make it happen, you have to make sure Eric understands. Mark eventually is not going to play by the rules. Well, yeah, I'm sure he does, and, and we'll have to have this discussion because this is very interesting to me. I, I will tell you one time fun. he sent me a picture of it was like Rodney Binghamheimer and a guy from L.A. Um, yeah, and he had. Uh, the band Derringer was there with the Runaways, and he's like, he just sent me this picture randomly. I'm a text me, and this is probably about a year ago or something. And he's like, who is it? You know, stuff like that. And I'm like, how could you not know who Derringer is? is? Well, I mean, not you. I bet you ask 99 of our audience, they wouldn't know what the Derringer band looked so like. So really, what happens is you're going to get smoked. No, I'm not. <laughs> there we like go. The Mark's Mark's throwing down there. Okay. No, I'd have to, I'd have, look, I, if I threw up some 80s metal things, I don't think he'd get some of them. Yeah, but you so, don't get so, to pick, so I get we'll, to pick we'll, the we'll, questions. We'll, Michael gets we'll, to pick Lisa. We'll, we'll make then sure they all that better the be questions, 80s metal. <laughs> the questions are going to run a fair variety across all generations, so you each have a chance. From Abba but you got to follow the rules, Zappa. Mark. From yep. Abba to Zappa, I, look, it, don't get me wrong. He's insane incredible. He really is. we That's something we, we have in common, just music trivia and just music knowledge. And it's a, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, every now and then he'll send me something like that picture and go, who is this? You know what I mean? And uh, stuff like that. So, You're tripping anyway. up your words. This is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Next issue. <laughs> oh so so would it be mark against the real eric or the avatar eric oh probably the real one okay i think yeah because i would suspect the avatar eric would have unlimited knowledge because he's a computer-based program tied to the internet well, eric probably already has unlimited knowledge base and this is where mark gets schooled this is going to be fun. I it's going to be fun, but Mark I isn't going to get everything. schooled. Things will think if Mark senses he's about to get schooled, things are going to change. Fair, but very look, quickly. In, in all fairness, I we won't ask any questions about um, the village people, poison, you know, all the stuff that we know. Mark is a shoe in for Mark. Warrant, <laughs> warrant. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to focus Pretty on Boy deep, Floyd. We'll, we'll, we'll focus Ooh. on Zephyr and Deep Purple and things that, things that maybe Mark may or may not know, but then that's his problem. So it's all good. Zephyr and Deep Purple, all that's that is my wheelhouse. And you know that you're just being a smart ass. Well, yeah. Look, he's a big Tommy Bowen fan too. So, oh, very cool. I know. So, so, so guys, let's, 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 uh, let's move on. You guys fill us in. You, the three of you went to Eddie Trunk's 40th anniversary a week ago, December 10th. It's more than a week ago by the time people are listening to this. On December 10th in Vegas. What okay. what what well, happened? It was absolutely fantastic. It was one of the greatest concerts I've ever seen because I didn't know what was going to happen next. I had a rough idea of who was going to be there, but didn't know everyone that was going to be there. 
And with the exception of one of the very first songs that was a Black Sabbath song, I knew every single song that was performed there. And what I thought was really cool, not only the fact that I can't believe Eddie included us, was that he picked the songs. So like when Sebastian Bach came out to do Skid Row, he didn't do 18 in Life and Youth Gone Wild. He did uh, Sweet Little Sister and Monkey Business, which are two of my favorite Skid cool. Row songs. So it was that. And, and you know, um, I Kevin Cronin came out. I was very surprised about that. They did take it on the run, but they also did roll with the changes. And um, the whole night was just absolutely fantastic. It, it truly was a night I'll never forget. And to be with Lisa and, and um, you know, Brian and, and Mark and Liz and, and Cheryl, that made it even cooler. And the one comment that I want to make that I heard from more than one person was they couldn't believe how much fun we were having. And I'm like, how can you not have fun? He's like, well, no, you, you guys were right up front on our, the edge of our balcony. We're jumping up and down and singing along and, and all of that, because we love the music. He's like, you weren't acting like, Oh, I'm too good for you. And hanging in the back with, you know, Chris Angel or some of the other people that were back there. You, 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 you weren't a, you weren't a poser trying to get a picture with every rock star in attendance. No, the only one we were trying to get a picture with was ACE because we thought that the, three sides people would would appreciate it and we bumped into him kind of semi-accidentally and it's just I, we started talking and i was trying to set it up cheryl had the camera ready and then just the fucking vipers come in and people he doesn't even know and they just start grabbing on him and yeah because he was and, talking to tommy one-on-one -on -one when people literally or wedging in front of Tommy and, and cutting their their communication off. Well, yeah, because I hadn't seen him in a while. And he was very surprised to see me there. And he's like, I was just watching us today. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, it was five years ago. We did that thing, you know, in Minneapolis. I said, oh, yeah. He's like, I was watching the video today. And then we started to talk about his new record. He was going to tell me some things that I wanted to share with you guys, but pff, never got that far. Some gal came up and just, grabbed him and then another guy's like i don't mean to interrupt and he just but i'm gonna interrupt but i'm gonna interrupt yeah you did mean to interrupt so that's that's about you know it but the whole thing for eddie was fantastic um he is just such a cool guy and i'm so happy that we're all friends with him and it was just a magical night of of incredible rock and roll i mean for christ's sakes um you know pat travers get out of there that's just was, and mark mark was like a kid on christmas like i got lisa jumping up and down on one side of me and on the other side mark's like yes yes <laughs> when when you know when they announced these different acts and i was just like it was just great it was just i had no clue that geezer butler was coming out and because me i either look sabbath bloody sabbath and the wizard minus the harmonic part those are the two songs yeah, that opened the show yeah they did um and i was just like as soon as i'm like oh my god that's geezer butler i thought because let's face it we i thought it would be more and it was for the most part well i guess not it's not even true either i was going to say it was mostly 80 stars but it wasn't it wasn't um but oh my god 
last time I saw Geezer play was the final Black Sabbath show. And, you know, anybody who knows me knows I'm a huge Sabbath geek. And I, I especially when, you know, again, they opened up with uh, Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath was the first um, song. Go ahead, Tommy. You, uh... Tommy, um, Tommy, for, the, for those listening, Tommy had to drop. He's going to try and come back. So anyways, that was, uh, you know, that was incredible. And it was so great because uh, Brian got to, uh, why don't you mention that, Lisa? Because it was so special for him. Well, um, first of all, it, watching Alice Cooper was like the highlight of my, of my night because I am a huge Alice Cooper fan. And that was just amazing. I mean, he did, uh, was it like Under My Wheels and No More Mr. Nice Guy, right? Did he do, did he do mm-hmm. three? I think it was just mm-hmm. those two, right? Did he do three or two? No, he did three. School's did out. Three. School's out. That's right. Thank you. And I was jumping up and down like a freak and singing along. I had the best time. Um, but so Brian's favorite guitar player outside of Randy Rose of all time is Jake Ely. Now, Jake Ely lives in Vegas, but he's somewhat like of a recluse. Like he doesn't really jam or he doesn't really get up and, and like perform really. Um, but Brian was really hoping to see him. So we're not even, we're not even there for like 15 minutes. And I turn around and Brian's gone. So I'm like, I wonder where he went. Next thing I know, I, there's the picture. Brian found him. He was in the venue at, uh, standing at the end of the bar in the back and Brian found him and um, he got to get his picture with them. And then I turn around. Has he, has, has he met him before? Yeah. Yeah. He's met him before. He just absolutely loves him. His favorite guitar player. So then I turn around and he's at our table. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had like three little round top, like high top round tables um, right on the edge of the balcony. And then he's like hanging out with us. And Brian's like, Brian's like a little kid in a candy store. He's like, who like talking to? <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I, every time I turn around and then I got, I was videoing. Um, I took like a video. We were all singing along um, and I, I like pan around and there's Jake Ely and, and Brian like like singing, like, you know, singing along. I was like, this is just so surreal, you know, but uh, it was so cool. And, you know, it, it was really neat because, you know, you know, I love Kiss. I love Alice Cooper. Uh, you know, I met him multiple times and, and to see Brian really get excited and meet his idol and to hang with them and like converse in a different environment and, and just relax. And have fun. It was so awesome. It was so awesome. But to turn around, I'm like, is he our, is he in our table too? I'm like, geez, wait. <laughs> and Brian got a picture with Ace Frehley. Which was time, so random. I know. Every time he did, every time I turn around and he was not there. Now that's a normal situation. I mean, we don't. We usually when we're at a show, we don't like hang out together because either I'm watching the show, he likes to walk around, so. I wasn't really surprised, but every time he disappeared, he met someone else. And he just happened to walk outside of the House of Blues, and Ace Ridley was walking by. So he's like, hey, Ace, how you doing? Like, start talking to him, and Ace was getting ready to play. So he said, um, he's like, I have to hurry up because I have to play, and, you know, no big deal. Brian's like, I, get, I understand, I understand. But I'm like, Jesus, Louise, it's gone for every time he left the table, he's meeting somebody else, so. But it was, I had so much fun. And I think not just the, uh, the concert itself, 
but hanging out with Mark and Liz and Cheryl and Tommy and Brian. That was like the best trip. Wasn't it like, fun? We had so much fun. I had, we had a blast. We went and played Kiss Mini Golf. It was the girls against the guys. I mean, we just had an absolute blast. And, and I did see Eddie at the end, Brian and I were walking around the casino and we ran into him and, um, you know, he was, he's like, Hey guys, thank you so much for coming out. Michael, he mentioned you and he said he was sorry that you couldn't make it out. But, um, you know, he was really happy that, that we went, you know, that we came out and, you know, I thanked him so much for, uh, for inviting us and, and how much we enjoyed it and things like that. So it was really cool. Eddie's such a great, such a we, 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 we need, we need to come up with a, another good topic to get him back on the show. He mentioned about coming back on, you know, he mentioned about coming let's, back on. Let's, let's brainstorm between us, even our listeners, I, you know, and I want it to be an interesting topic, not just talking about kiss in general, yeah. because we've had him on three times and each has been sort of a uniquely different topic. He's got to earn his jacket. <laughs> got to earn his jacket. But yeah, let's, <laughs> let's let's come up with a, a good good round table type discussion and and we'll get him back on here. Yeah, but uh you know what? Uh, props to Christina at uh the Kiss oh, yeah. uh at you know, the Kiss Mini Golf. She, they really took care of us and we had a lot of fun and it really did. We had, I, I cannot recommend going there. Highly. It's funny because Liz, and, and, and if you notice, Tommy wasn't feeling good. That's how Liz felt when she was in Vegas. Yeah. She was not doing well health-wise, but she toughed it out. And she even said, you know, when I got to the mini golf, she was like, I didn't really want to, you know, I wasn't feeling good. She was, man, we're halfway through. And I just had a ball, you know, she had so much fun. We and, were uh, asses off. I mean, just so much fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it did, was did you guys crazy. hang with Izzy? Yes. A funny funny story is he actually came to play mini golf but didn't realize we were there too. Well, I've and got I, a funny I've got a at Lisa knows this because I set it up. So Izzy called. I I Liz and I got there a couple days before Tommy and, and Lisa did. And and I tell you what, it, it, yeah, we were fortunate uh uh had lunch with Eric. Excuse me, I had dinner with Eric and then uh, Liz, Eric, and I went and saw Godzilla together. That was lots of fun. And, um, and those were, I think we, we we were with Eric on Saturday and Sunday. And then during the day, um, Saturday, my niece, who works for Miranda Lambert, the country singer, um, was there. And, um, and we wanted to have lunch with her. So we went and we had lunch with her and um, Izzy gets a hold of me and he's like, Hey, what are you, what are you doing? You know, I'm having, matter of fact, he was with Don Jameson and they were having, uh, having drinks. And I said to Liz, I mean, nothing going on. Um, so yeah, let's go. She never met Izzy. So I tell Liz in the car, I'm like, when you see Izzy, <laughs> And if he asks, you know, about dinner or lunch, what we have just said, you know, we, cause that's, I told Izzy, I said, we went, uh, we went out to lunch with, uh, you know, with my niece and we did it. We had a really good, really good lunch. But I said, when Izzy asked about lunch, just say, oh no, we went to 7-Eleven to get some pasta because <laughs> we hear it's awesome. And my wife's comic timing was perfect. 
But on the way, it's funny, on the way to this bar, we're passing all these strip clubs. And my wife looks at me and goes, if you think we're going to a strip club, you're out of your fucking mind. And I'm like, it's not a strip club. So we 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 get there and it's it's, it's obviously not. And, but Izzy's outside smoking a cigarette. And sure enough, the comic timing was perfect because he asked about lunch. And Liz delivered those lines impeccably. I mean, just impeccable is how, how she did it. And he just, the look on his face, like, you motherfucker. Because <laughs> I got him. I got that, him. That 7-Eleven will never die. Oh, Sorry, I, Izzy. It will <laughs> never die. It is very funny. I you wish I would have recorded it. 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 it literally looked like something from a sitcom. It was, his his face just went, oh. <laughs> oh. But you know what? Izzy is so awesome. He is so he is. nice. He's the best. He truly is. Um, he, he went, it was a joy hanging out with him because he met us for drinks. When was that? Saturday, Sunday night. Yeah. At, yeah. The, at the Irish place. So, yes. yeah, I mean, we, we just really had a really, really, really nice time. Um, but I, I kind of want to go back to the mini golf thing because I want to just mention that, um, you know, when you do go out to Vegas, you know, please take a little time and go to the Kiss Mini Golf and go see that Kiss Museum. It's so amazing. Um, you can do both for twenty bucks. Totally, that's reasonable. a heck of a deal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You go. You can do Kiss Museum and do Mini Golf for twenty bucks. I mean, it's not going to you know break the bank, but it's so much fun. Even if you're just a little Kiss fan, like my husband's really not. He's a Kiss fan by marriage. I mean, he's a Kiss fan. Everybody was in the seventies, but. You know, he really enjoyed going through the museum and just looking at everything. There's so much to look at. You could spend hours just, there's so much in there. You know, looking at all the different passes and uh, some of the, even the prototypes of some of the merchandise. One thing I thought was really cool was the, there was the, um, the drawing to the Kiss Coffee House. Like mm-hmm. the, the blueprint. Mm-hmm. It was really, really cool. I don't know why. I just, I really, really thought that was super cool. Um, but, you know, please go. It's so much fun. And they play kiss music, which is awesome too. So mm-hmm. the entire golf and, and, and they've got kiss merchandise for sale there. That's yes, not available for sale anywhere else. That is correct. They do have some pieces that are, um, I guess out of the museum, you know, they're like, they're more rare than just, you know, buying a t-shirt or whatever. They're a little bit more rare, but they had, they had those, uh, those as well. They had t-shirts. Yeah. Matter of fact, I picked up something, uh, for my collection um uh it was just a show that i went to they had some of the the, uh, the hottest was it the hottest tour on earth i think was the the one uh i think that was after the alive 35 tour it was you know i drove up to again you know people go how did you get to see so many shows i drove up the fucking sault st marie which was like eight hours from here um, you know, um, back in 2010, you know, and, and I was like, oh, I don't have this one, you know, in my collection. So when I went there and they, they gave me the list of shows and, uh, and if you're wondering, oh, you're complete. Well, all the, I already had the complete Alive 35 tour already. And there was no repeated songs, meaning, or excuse me, no individual songs that they didn't play on either tour. So I didn't buy the second tour. Um, again, I have all those songs on, on the other one. 
but um that was that was cool um to uh to uh to get the one that i was at um so i was happy about that um so like i said that was that was a whole lot of fun um and uh hey you know we had i i i that from the time we got there to the time we went home it was just magical you know and uh it was fun too because on the, the way home was lisa and i sat in uh what the hell was the name of that lounge centurion lounge yeah because they didn't have a delta one because we're spoiled yeah. rock <laughs> <laughs> but they but but uh but uh, we got to hang in there and eat and laugh and you know it was good it was nice back from new york too Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. But we are at the Delta Lounge. Right? Yeah, we're at the Delta Lounge. So, what, what's, was Sebastian Bach just as crazy again? We didn't get. What he was it? great on stage. We didn't oh get a God. chance to just no, no. talk to him in Vegas. Obviously, in, in New York, we were, we hung out with him quite a bit, and uh, the night of Craig's thing. But we didn't get a chance to see him. But let me tell you, man, he did DOA with Michael Anthony. That's the Dead or Alive song from from off Van Halen too, nailed it. He was fantastic. Yeah. We definitely got to get, we got to get Sebastian on. I mean, he, He, you know, it's, it's in, it's in process of happening. It'll probably be after the first of the year. Um, I will, if, if you're not aware, he just released in the last few weeks, a new single, which is, it is actually really damn good. It's a great hard rock song really great so check out sebastian Bach's new track with craig gas in the video oh that's right yes um all right anything else in vegas that we want to go over um not you know unless we start going into uh you know three sides what happened after dark (laughs) (laughs) no it would have it would have been a huge six-way after dark let me tell you though, because I know Lisa and Tommy have the same experience. We just went, you know, balls out in fucking New York. We all came home. We're home for like two or three days, and at least for Liz and I, we we came home on, you know, late Monday, and then on Friday, we left for Vegas for another, you know, four days. Let me tell you, man, it it was just a whirlwind. And, and especially when you go to Vegas or out to like California, because you no know, more all East Coast. Well, Lisa and I are East Coaster. The Eastern Standard, you lose three hours. I know. That just that just fucks with you. At least it does with me. I don't handle time change as well. Just I'm t- just talking about body wise. It's it runs me down like you would not believe. Just sitting in the airplane for that long is what gets me more than the time change it's just like you know because we're tomorrow we're actually flying to minnesota thankfully that's only a three hour and a three hour flight is is doable but like to fly to 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 the east coast for me it's like five hours and i'm just like holy shit that's a long time i can i can fly to hawaii in less time than i can fly to new york city how is Tuli on the flights? Does it bother her at all, or is she just kind of like no. chill? Yeah, that's she, all. My- she, 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 she. I mean, she was flying when she was a year and a half. Yeah, that's how my kids were. They're and so and I mean, flying from California to Florida with 
changing planes in like Atlanta or Phoenix. Yeah. She's she's great. Give her the window seat, give her an iPad, a bunch of coloring books. I mean, when she was a baby, yeah, I mean, it's just you're dealing with a baby. I mean, you got to yeah. get up and change yeah. diapers and I mean, it's funny. I mean, I think that first Christmas flight we flew from California to to Florida, we were all worried. That was our first flight with her. I know. Like, I oh my god. We were like, oh, we're going to be the pain in the asses on the airplane. Well, shit, there were probably 20 other families on the same flight with kids flying to meet grandma and grandpas. And we would get up and when she started walking, she'd want to walk up and down the aisle, just up and down the And it was like, oh, excuse me, because there's another parent with a kid walking this way. We're coming this. Yeah, but... Again, I get what you're saying, Mark. Those those flights are just they're they, they're rough. They take it out of you. Just and 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 I think so many people forget a three hour plane ride might as well add two hours on either end of getting in and out of each airport. Yep. Yeah. It, it's it's um, matter of fact when I got to um, when I got when we arrived on Friday night. Um, Eric was at uh, the Wolfgang Van Halen show and he's like, hey, come on down. We were, I was staying at Mandalay Bay and that's where, you know, that's where the House of Blues is. But we were so, because we took the, you know, I worked, I started, you know, like 530 in the morning on Friday, Eastern Standard. And, you know, we took the late flight. We didn't get into um, Vegas till like, I don't know, eight. 38 o'clock because it's not a long drive from the airport to Mandalay. It's just across the freeway. Um, but in my internal clock, by the time, you know, it's one in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm dead. And he's like, come on down. And I'm like, Liz and I at that moment just ordered um, room service and we're both just, just dead. And I'm like, I'll see you tomorrow, man. Look, I did. I do want to come down. I do want to see you, you know. Um, but we end again, like I said, we went out for dinner the next day and the movies the next day after that. So, you know, I got to see him and we had we had a lot of good, you know, we had fun and everything. But that again, that was it. You know, keep in mind, like I said, yeah, it's nine o'clock now. It's but it's fucking midnight on my, you know, and I'd been up and I and I worked all day on on Friday. So we were, you know, we were just tapped out, but you know, is what it is. Had, we also had the crud too. I came back from New York a little sick and I was in bed. I came back late Monday night and I was in bed all day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Cause I'm like, everybody, Cheryl yeah. was sick. You were yeah. sick. I, I was sick when we got to you. I was still, Tommy's yeah. still sick. Yeah, yeah. Tommy's still sick. And he, and he actually got it the same. He and I got the crud at the same time. That's that week before we went to Vegas. And, Really? I, so there's a yeah. little more to this, huh? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I started it after because, and, and this is this is just kind of goes back to what I was telling you about exhaustion. In between, you know, I went to Los Angeles, saw Kiss. The next week, I saw Metallica two nights here in Detroit, and it was like the following weekend I left for you know for New York, and then the following weekend. So it's been nothing but concerts and big crowds and go, 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 go. Add that to a three-hour time change. 
you know, and that's another thing, you know, being a business owner, when I was home, I, I had shit tons of work to do, you know, um, it was just a crazy last month. It's been go, go, go with work, you know, getting stuff done by the end of the year, um, wanting to see all your friends, especially in, in LA, well, yeah, LA too, you know, everybody you could possibly see and the same thing with the New York. And then when I went to Vegas, I wanted to, you know, experience as much as I could and see as many people as much as I can, because ultimately, you know, we, like I touched on just, you know, whatever, 20 minutes ago in this conversation, that's the most important thing you guys and, and you guys out there, you know, the, because how many of you we've met that we're now friends with or even, you know, I'm sure you guys do too. You know, I, I get people from the show will just send me a little text or a little, I am. It's nice, man. It's nice to have that personal sort of, you know, thing back or, Hey, I saw this. I thought of you. You know, I, I love that. I love the interaction that we have with everybody in the show. It's fucking awesome. And that's another thing. And I know just because Lisa's done it more than you, Michael. Lisa, hasn't every single person we've ran into, and we ran into a shit ton, has everybody to a person been super nice? Oh, my God. 100%. Insane. I was just going to say too, yeah. I mean, so, every so much three sides love. Mm-hmm. I mean, even at, even at Eddie Trunk's uh, bash, there's yeah. I think right below, like standing right below us, we were like on this little balcony. Liz got Liz was like the the table saber person. She's she good at that. She's, <laughs> She's good at that. I mean, she fantastic is. job. No right. one's gonna mess with no one's messing with Liz. Hold oh. on, Liz. Here's how here's how good she is at this. She brought her little handbag that says "reserved for the Chikini family." Yes, it's a great yes. it's a it's a great fucking grift. So she brings it in and she fucking sets it right on the fucking table. She sits on the table like, do we have a reserve table? She's like, no, I got that. <laughs> like, I was like, how do we get a reserve table? She's like, fuck that. I just brought this from home. I was like, that is awesome. I reserved it. Like, <laughs> but if you're walking in, you don't know. You don't know. You know. And she like got the tables together. She was like, here. She's so awesome. We got the thing. She had it all situated. Mark sitting in his little spot. She was doing her thing. She's a great like, organizer. She is. I was like, because we were supposed to be, we were supposed to meet. You had a, there was like a line. So there was the regular line, for, like for people to get in, and it started. I, people were lined up like, like five o'clock, four or five o'clock, and they didn't open the doors. I think until like seven fifteen or whatever it was. But then if you if you were like an invited guest. You had to walk through this thing, and then there was like Lisa. Was just like, say it. If, if you were one of the VIPs, <laughs> I was <laughs> If you were a VIP guest, you had to walk in this little line, and you got you got your lanyard, and then um, there was like uh, you walked in this red carpet, and there was like a backdrop, and yeah. you got you know you got your pictures taken. And I, Brian, and I actually did it, and there had to have been like fifteen photographers, and for like a minute, I felt like I was totally like. I don't know awards banquet. They're like, look over here. Look you over felt here. like you were you were back at the AVN Awards, Lisa. <laughs> oh, touche, Michael. Touche. <laughs> Actually, I have been to the AVN Awards and I've walked that red carpet. <laughs> but um, 
but it was really cool. And like I, you know, like I said, Brian and I, you didn't get your picture taken, did you, Mark? No, Liz, bought- again, Liz wasn't feeling well, and she's like, "Let's just let's," because you would have had to wait. She's like, "Let's just get to our fucking seats." So, in fact, I think I forget it was in front of me. Um, well, Wendy Dio was directly in front of me. Yeah, uh, Frank Dominio. I think that's how you say it. he was in front of me from Angel. Mm-hmm. He was in front of me, from Angel. There's some of the some of the pictures are up, and it's funny. The interesting part is the guy that took the pictures works for my friend Kara in Pittsburgh for her website called the Pure Rock Shop. Hmm. I did not know this until I was like, oh my God, he works for my friend Kara. So if I really wanted to, I could just ask him for the picture, but he's going to put up the link. So it'll be cool. Like I said, I think that was really neat. It was, it was very well done. I think it was organized very well. Look, Eddie took care of us, man. Like you wouldn't believe that was, we had, we were treated, well, like, let's face it, we were treated like rock stars, which we're not. We're just yeah. saying, but that's how they treated us, you know. Yeah. They treated us very well. And, um, you know, it was a lot of fun. How could it not be, you know? Um, again, where we were, it was another thing. Our air little area was cordoned off and, you know, yeah. and, and the, the bar service was fan. That's what I mean. You really took care of us. We had our own bar service and and seats and and you know it sounded great there and we had great sight lines we could see everything perfect and and they had a, like there was a little walkway so it was like roped off so people couldn't stand and block that walkway like if you needed a drink or anything like that so it was stanchioned off in certain areas where if you didn't have this pass you couldn't get in and, and go in this little area so it was really like i said it was very nice it was very well planned out um, and we were right near the ladies' room, which was also equally as awesome. <laughs> Not me. I had to walk across the bar, but uh, what are you going to do? You know? Yeah, it is what it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, that was the whole the whole thing. You know, like I said, just uh, we had a great time. And and, and, and look, and, and I think you guys can tell, you know, the, the three of us, Lisa, Tommy, and, and I, and our spouses, as they say in England, get along, you know, like a house on fire. We we, oh, yeah. we genu- genuinely love spending time together and have a great time. And it's just so genuine and fun. And, uh, you know, it's funny. And I, I know Brian said the same thing to you. And I was says it to me all the time. She's like, God, I wish these guys lived closer. Yeah, that's exactly what Brian said. Brian's mm-hmm. like, I would hang out with them all the time. You know? yeah, we, I, all we, over the place, aren't we? Look, I will tell you, we had... Michael, I don't you you, you got to come next time, man. I mean, look how much fun we had in in Atlanta that one time. Okay. Yeah, I'm, we did. We stop laughing the whole fucking weekend, and mm-hmm. we were just ripping on each other and just having a ball the whole time. And then, like Lisa said, we did the girls against the guys in mini golf, and just everything we did was fun. What team did Izzy play on? The girls. Oh no, we he uh, he he was with his own little crew. So yeah, he was with his own little group. It just so happened that they happened to be there. You know, I guess mm-hmm. at a point, I was like, "Izzy, what are you doing here?" <laughs> I'm like, "Did we invite him?" <laughs> He's your stalker, Lisa. <laughs> hey, um, you know what? It is uh, pierogi night here at uh, Shea Chikini. So yeah, we gotta we gotta feed Mark. So, um, you know. Here, 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 let me throw this out. Since this is our last episode of 2023, homework, what's your favorite memory 
three sides of the coin for 2023. Favorite, it could be your favorite episode. It could be your favorite Lisa moment. It could be your favorite comment. Uh, just what, what was your favorite thing associated three sides over the last year? I don't have any good moments this year. I, I can't off the top of my head think of any for you, Lisa, but I'm, I know you had to have had one or two moments. I mean, be- well, no, let, let's be honest. Did Was Mr. Harry 2023? It yes. was. It was. <laughs> there you go. Mr. Harry 2023. 2023, was it? Yeah, that was it. I'm pretty sure it was. It was. It was, it was a spring. It was. Yeah, it was yeah. springtime. That's, yeah. that's when I got up and my bathing suit broke. Yes. <laughs> So there, I mean, maybe that's your favorite moment. I don't, I don't care. Whatever it is, it could be a favorite episode. It could be a favorite bit of minutia. I, you know, mine when we revealed that Bob Kulik played on Kiss Alive. <laughs> oh God! I, I, it's funny, Mike, because I was going to say, since it's, I don't know about most memorable is having Paul Stanley call me. Yeah, that. That's uh, right. You know, that was certainly, uh, you know, wanting to get to the bottom of that. And uh, again, you know, look, this show, especially you look back over the last 10 years, everybody we've met, all the things we've been able to do, you know, from Eddie Trunk on down and going to the expos, Indy and Atlanta and New Jersey. I mean, all I, I, I cannot tell you guys enough out there. When the when the next expos happen and they will happen, oh, I can't wait. Go, go, man, go. Yeah, I, I I will reiterate. Don't if you don't like the avatars, that's hundred percent fine. But don't get so caught up again thinking that that's all that's going to happen in the world of Kiss. Yep. it's not. This is just the if you don't like that, you don't have to partake in that. There's gonna be other stuff. Give the band some time to get get this end of the road that lasted way longer than they anticipated. Two years longer, basically. Over two years. Over two years longer it lasted than they planned. And we I, I tell you what, we each or those who were, you know, that did do some traveling, we got to see some extra shows. So I mean you gotta look at the silver lining. I saw more shows than I probably would have had it ended on time. You know what I mean? So, and had some extra life experiences. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, yeah, some people say it lasted too long. I say, no, I got more kiss and I don't want less kiss. I want more. So, and, and there's going to be plenty of kiss. I mean, we have no insight, but come on, it's kiss. Gene and Paul are not going to walk away and go, all right, that's it. We're done. We're never going to release any more products. Nothing for you to spend your money <laughs> yeah, on. We know that ain't <laughs> come, on, come on. You're a KISS fan. You know damn well. There's going to be plenty of opportunities coming up for you to spend your money. All right. Well, like I said, uh, by the way, Liz picked up her friend hand makes the pierogies. So, so, so there you go. That's your homework. Thank you for everything in 2023. Yes, thank you. Once again, we are not going anywhere. We are going to be back full force 2024. We already have have a guest for the first show, don't we? We we already have a guest confirmed. We've got a couple that we are working to confirm. 
we won't reveal it, but Mark came up with a very cool topic for us to talk about. Um, maybe we could use that topic to get Eddie Trunk back on. Ooh, I, you know what? I think you're right. I think that one. Uh... Let me, let me, let me, I'll email him and throw that out as a topic and see if he, uh, he's interested in that. Um, yeah, no, that we're, we're going, story. we're going nowhere. We're having a lot of fun. Hopefully you are too. Thank you for everything you do to support us because we're just a bunch of KISS fans. That's it. We just happen to record what we talk about. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to all you guys out there in Three Sides Land. Uh, We love you guys. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And uh, that's it. Three Sides of the Coin. We'll see you 2024. Happy holidays. Do you have something to say? Leave a voicemail or send us a text message. Call 320 515 Voices for Three Sides of the Coin provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com That's Mars with a Z